Hey, Boot. Hey, how you going? Yeah, good and you? Yeah, not so bad. See, we got another classic Boot Peter out on our hands. What do you mean, mate? Been a month since you recorded a podcast just after one episode. Yeah, I've been busy, but not an excuse. Same thing happened with the Bootcast. Yeah, but one and a half Aussies was good. Is it still running? Well, nah. Sounds like a Peter out. Why don't you record one now and prove me wrong? Don't have any beer, mate. Yeah, more excuses, eh? Far out. I'll go get a curtain then. Fucking oath, mate. Then I realize I'm just holding on to the hope that maybe your feelings don't show. It feels like I Good day, VHL, and welcome inside episode two of Beers with Boot. I already popped my beer before I opened this, but I haven't taken a sip yet, so cheers to you guys. <sighs> I had some good fun with that opening. Uh, recording two separate conversations and cutting them together um, may or may not become a thing that happens every episode. We'll see if it gets any kind of response, but no, it's good to be back. Um, my last one I recorded or released it on October 9th, so it hasn't quite been a month yet. Uh, I know Baraka was asking me when episode two was, and I wrote a uh, VHL.com article saying that I was going to record like two weeks ago, but then theme week happened. Didn't know what to rate for that. It was pretty lame theme week in my opinion. Um, so I made a graphic and then claimed the podcast again. And then last week I had no inspiration to record. So I uh, just made a graphic again for my PT. Um, but uh, good mate Baraka decided he was going to get back into podcasting after stepping down from a couple jobs, the BOG and as an updater. So he's excited to get back in there and um, talking with him about it and um, hearing his podcast release today uh, made me want to record. So here I am back at it, hopefully have another beer and um, getting having a better podcast in the first one because lots of him and han and not drinking beer so i actually brock gave me a good idea i'm gonna set a timer for every 30 seconds i'm gonna take a sip now uh before we get too much into vhl stuff i'll just give you guys an update on what's going on in my life in the last month um went into town in darwin got my second covid shot so fully vaxxed now happy to be part of the statistic um, also just had a good good break from the lodge. It, it can get hectic out here sometimes being this isolated and only seeing the same 10 faces every day. Uh, people you're working with, that is. Obviously, there's guests, but um, yeah, it can get inside your head a little bit, so it's nice to get a break. Uh, but now that Australia is opening up, looks like we're going to be able to travel across the country and visit some family for Christmas, so that's exciting. So uh, my fiance and I actually decided that we're going to finish up here at the end of November rather than Christmas. And uh, we're going to fly back to Perth and grab our vehicle and then drive across to the East Coast to see both of our families there and have Christmas together. So pretty, pretty stoked for that. Um, 
don't get me wrong, I had an awesome time up here at the lodge. But uh, yeah, I think it's time to move on, and it's it's getting bloody hot out. Fucking hell, it's like thirty five degrees and eighty percent humidity every fucking day. It's just brutal. So just sweat your ball sack off from the second you step out the door until you knock off. So uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited to get down south where it's not as hot. Now, this segment, I just wanted to, I think the open segment will always be what's what's going on in my life and maybe what's going on in my VHL career. Um, season's obviously finished. Playoffs are actually almost finished too. Um, don't want to touch a whole lot on that. I might touch on it a bit later, but um, just wanted to take a look at Vinny Detroit's season, my, my banger of a player. Um... Was it a good season? Nah, probably not. Uh, Seattle didn't do so hot. I mean, finished second last in the entire league. Oh no, never mind. Third last. Um, so should get a nice, nice good draft pick this year, and hopefully that it'll increase. But uh, offensively, Detroit didn't do fuck all. Twelve goals, fourteen assists, which is probably more than uh, what would have been if I didn't add to scoring. So. Gotta be pretty happy about that. Big old minus 28 on the season too, so that's pretty fucking shit. Um, but the most important stat for this player, 339 hits. And that's pretty unreal in his rookie season. Finished top six or seven. I don't have it pulled up. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, that definitely puts me on pace to beat the all-time hits record if I can maintain that for nine seasons. And even, I think I'd even be close to beating it in eight seasons, was which the ideal goal is. So there's no, oh, you only beat it because you played an extra season. So if I could beat that record in in eight seasons, be the true GOAT, and then just add on to it in the ninth season. Um, but obviously that's, that's way down the road. I have no clue when... Uh, or how Detroit's gonna, um, fuck, lost words. How Detroit's gonna perform his entire career. Um, yeah, I'll just wait and see. But, uh, Mr. Jerry B10 already fucking saying in his podcast that his, his next player, which is, I don't know, five seasons down the road, uh, is, is he's already going to try and build a player to beat my record that I don't even hold. So, um, I know you like to call people out on your podcast, so big fuck you to Jerry B10. Um, been listening to all your podcasts, but you can go fuck yourself for trying to beat my non-existent record already. Um, <laughs> yeah. Now, like I said, we are coming to the end of the playoffs. Um, it's probably been, I don't know, the most expected playoffs since I've been in the VHL. There's been no major upsets. Um, I mean, Prague beat Davos, but that was in five games. Uh, other than that, like it's Vancouver and Moscow finished one and two. Uh, sorry, not one and two, but top of the conference on each side in the regular season. And now they're both in, going into the finals. Uh, Moscow undefeated and the Wolves with just the one loss against uh, DC, I believe it was. So... Or was it maybe it's Calgary? I don't know. I'm not paying that much attention, clearly. But 
yeah, I mean, it's the battle of the Titans. So we'll see based on the regular season that saying Vancouver should come out on top. And, uh, and yeah, I, I haven't done my predictions yet, but apparently I'm second in the, in that competition, according to you loser. So would, would like to guess this right. Um, need that extra TPE because Mr. Cowboy in America is catching up on me. I've always known he's going to pass me. He's, we've been going back and forth because I he does his PTs early in the week. I do mine at the end of the week. So he's seven above me right now. But once I update this week, I should be five ahead of him. And then any uncapped TPE that I can hold on to and stay first in my class. Um, but it's not going to last long anyways, like I said. Uh, yeah, Xavier Blueberry and Cowboy, he's just an unreal earner. He He's pretty much unbeatable. Um Luckily for us, Matty Fire got, oh, I guess, yeah, lucky for the TPE race, but unlucky for the league. I don't know exactly what happened there, but obviously got the suspension. But, uh, yeah, he's he's out of the race now because of that PT ban. He was right up there with us, but uh, tip my hats to Cowboy in America, and I'll, I'll let him take the lead since I've been holding it for the start of the draft. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I got for this segment. So beer is about one sip away, so I'll finish this off and I'll catch you guys on the next segment. All right, guys, welcome back. Ready to have another beer with boot. Oh, that one seems kind of flat. Oh, well. Ah, oh, I'm still drinking these fucking pure blonde beers. Low carb. Not bad tasting, but not the best. We had a bunch of beers go off this month, and all the expired curtains are supposed to go to the staff. But the manager is like, ah, we'll just keep trying to sell them and as long as no one says anything. I'm like, fuck, man, we're supposed to, I was supposed to be getting some free beer rather than having to pay for this shit. So keep a little bit of a stitch up there towards me, but is what it is, I guess. And uh, yeah, we'll just keep chugging along, drinking some beer. Now, next topic I, I want to get into that it's been one of the topics basically since the start of this podcast, uh, sorry, the start of the idea of this podcast in my head, uh, this has been one of the topics that I wanted to get into, and that is the VHLE. Now, um, I know it's been probably a season and a half, maybe two seasons since this has been announced. Um, So I'm a little bit late to the ball, but you know, better, better late than never. That's what I always say. Um, Actually, I think it was Brock and I were still podcasting when the rumors of this league were coming out, and um, yeah, and, and I'm pretty sure Brock had predicted what it what was going to happen. So VHLE comes out, um, third league in between VHLM and VHL, obviously. Um, not, I was. Uh, I wasn't too happy when I first got announced. Um, the idea of it, yes, not too bad. 
um, figured it that it would let people dominate a bit more rather than um, getting buried as rookies, obviously in the VHL. Uh, but for other reasons, I thought it it would thin out. Um, it, would, it would thin out the leagues as well. Uh, but I mean, I'll get more into that in a bit. Um, the, my biggest issue right away, right off the bat, was why the fuck are we putting a third league in Europe when we already have uh, European teams in the main league? So it's like VHL Europe, this is a new league. Meanwhile, we already have teams that are playing in Europe. Like I, This was such a missed opportunity to do VHL South America, VHL Asia, like, anywhere else like you could have put you could have had new teams bring some excitement to the few people that live out of these regions vhl australia hey. no that wasn't gonna happen but i just think yeah it was such a missed opportunity to hit some of the markets that weren't all aren't out there and then on top of that instead of all right we got this new league it's in europe whatever kind of kind of lame but um, at least there'll be some new teams, right? Oh, no, wait. We're going to bring back a bunch of the old teams that failed in this league. Like, what the fuck is that shit? I, it doesn't, doesn't make any sense to me. To me, this is a thing of old boys club living in the past. No offense to anybody that made these decisions. I don't know if it was straight blues or... Uh, it was a whole blog thing. I'm assuming the blog had lots to say on it, but it was pretty tight lipped. Um, yeah, I mean, just missing the old teams, I guess, but I mean, they failed for a reason. Why are we bringing them back? I think at the end there was definitely four that came back. Yeah. So there, so there was the four that came back in, uh, the Iron Eagles, the Clone Express, Stockholm Vikings and Bratislava Watchmen. And for some reason, I think the Gladiators logo was used at some point, but um, don't quote me on that one. Um, maybe one of the old VHLM teams, because I think there was some of them in Europe as well. Um, yeah, so another missed opportunity on the new teams and excitement. And yeah, just, it was just poor decision-making, in my opinion. Then, okay. They named the commissioners and yeah victor i mean i know he's been a big part of this league for a long time but um the dude can't even run trivia so i don't know i know he was involved a lot at the start for the vhle but i think acid who acid was a great choice i think he got promoted from vhlm did a good job there and diamond ace was quite capable to continue that and bring in some fresh blood for him um so but yeah, I think Asad's taken care of most of the commission stuff since since the league's actually got going. Um, like I said, Victor's one of the old boys. He probably got excited to bring back the teams that he saw fold. Um, and then just fucked off after that. Not really, hasn't done any announcements since then. So um, yeah, just worry about getting trivia going, Victor, or figuring that stuff out. Don't worry about the VHLE. Then there was the big hype for GM announcements. I know everyone was getting fired up. Couldn't wait to, to hear the GM announcements. 
And then instead of like so many people looking for VHL jobs or GM jobs, sorry. And then you just go ahead and hire four out of the six of them are VHLM GMs that you're just promoting. Like, uh, I don't want I didn't understand that position either. Um, and I think some of these people too had just had been pretty new GMs. Like I think Rockstar had been one for a while, but stepped down and then came back. So he was just recently hired for VHLM. Um, Thad has been around for a while, obviously. Um, good GM in the minors. I think he would have been better suited in VHLM with recruiting and retaining people. Um, and then, yeah, Advantage and Kaleeb, obviously, really excited, redoing a lot of the graphics, uh, tons of concepts. So my good old D partner on Warsaw with Victor Grachev, um, awesome dude. So I'm glad to see that he got a job. He was really excited about the, and I'm sure all these guys were, but I just seen it as a missed opportunity to um, bring in some fresh blood rather than just promote people and then hire new ones in the M. Uh, but I mean, they obviously had their reasons. They did their application process. Uh, just think that, I don't know, four to six seems like a bit steep. And then you got Frostbeard and RJ Fryman, um, both good dudes. RJ Fryman constantly gives me notifications by um, tagging me in that weekly update thread for TPE in the draft class. So I feel like I've, I've known him for a while. Um, then, then came the logo announcement. I mean, four of these teams already had been in the league before, at least four, maybe five. Uh, so you knew you knew kind of what the logos were going to be, and um, then they got released. And while I do like most of the logos in the league, um, the Vasteris one's cool, Cologne's cool, the Red Wolves is cool, the Vikings. I think the old red uh, color scheme suits it better um gladiators is meh not too big on that one and then the bratislava watchman with a lighthouse is bratislava is just on a river i don't even think they'd have a fucking lighthouse on a river so it doesn't make much sense to me but i guess they're watching out of the lighthouse or maybe it's a, uh, maybe it's not even a lighthouse maybe it's a watchtower in that case i'm a fucking idiot so um yeah there you go and then most of these logos, I know like Khalib made all these logos. Zetterberg was making logos. Um, and then they pick all the logos that are basically made by old members, Bubabi and Koradek, it seems. I, I, every single logo was made by one of them and then maybe updated a bit. So a bit funny, bit funny on that one. Yeah, so every, every single one of them was made by Bubabi or Koradek. Um, so just another mix, uh, missed opportunity, I think, with the team names, with bringing the old teams back, with old logos, like, could have been all new teams, all new logos, new area, whatever. Um, and then, yeah, league got underway, draft, whatever, standings, um, but I think, to my understanding, there was pretty big parody, um, it seemed like all the GMs did pretty well in the draft, um, Like there was there was tons of players both upgrading from the M and players that had played in the VHL already, but obviously were below that 400 TP threshold and got sent down, or sorry, got picked and maybe had the chance to play back down if teams didn't want them. 
Um, now, for implications the league has for the other two leagues, like I think this really thins out the VHLM. Um, I could see that getting demoted to uh, like th- way too many teams. I think for the players that are only 200, under 200 TPE, so it's either going to become a wasteland of inactives that never earn above 100 or 150, or whatever, and then every basically every prospect that signs up, oh, excuse me, um, before probably trade deadline or, I mean they're they're going to be getting graduated to the VHLE anyways, um, and. Yeah, just I don't know. I, th- I do think it hurts the M a little bit, but we'll see what happens. Um, and then the VHL, uh, it does affect the draft a little bit, but I think basically just the first season, and then players will be getting called up, so those draft positions will just cycle into the E, and then so um, the league was already quite a bit saturated with lots of players that. Otherwise, you had to play on the bottom lines and pairings and stuff. Uh, so it, it survived season 80, and then the next players coming up should cycle in fine. But if you have a couple, if you have one less, or one or two terrible recruiting uh, seasons, then those drafts are shit. And then all of a sudden, you can't get players up in the VHL for two seasons. And then maybe the VHL looks like, oh, fuck, we're don't have enough players on teams so maybe we'll start um desizing there i can't even think of the fucking unexpanding what's what's the word um anyways too many beers but yeah i I just i don't know that's i know beavis wrote an awesome article about um the vhle and how upset he was and um he brought up that he's seen a lot of people, myself included, I skipped the, I had no interest in playing in it, but a lot of members saying that, oh, I'd rather just skip the E and go straight to the VHL and get that extra season. So, I mean, that's cool. It changes that for the career length, but yeah, if people start skipping the E and, it's, and I think it's gonna be pretty hard. So not many people will do it, but it might leave some disgruntled members about, Oh, we have to donate now if we want to skip D because we don't want to play in that league. Um, somebody wrote an article on that. I don't remember. Um, but um, other stuff that Beavis brought up where the engine will struggle um, because there won't be any lower end players. It's all just going to be um, top TPE players. Everyone has five, over 500 TPE, maybe 600 if after spending a season in the VHLE and banking the entire time. Um, maybe it, not not something that Beavis mentions here, I don't think, but it kind of takes away from the VHL draft as well because, oh, I got drafted third overall. I'm excited to play for this team, but now I have to go to a middle league to play before I even get to play with that team. So, um, yeah. What else does Beavis say here? Um so just disengaging new members. Uh, I'm not really sure there. I mean, as long as the GMs are engaging, I'm sure it'll be okay. Um, and he said it produces mediocre players that don't try to earn more TPE. So yeah, I mean, you could just welfare and stay. There's no regression in the VHLE. So um, you can just 
get the 399 or whatever and stay there for your entire nine season career, um, which is an option. I might do that at some point. Um, but uh, all I guess all we can do is wait and see what happens with the uh, anything could happen if we keep recruiting the way we do then it was a good choice uh, and maybe expansion will be coming there as well um, in terms of what happened this season like parody and stuff uh, it's pretty good I mean six or six teams five out of the six teams had winning records where they had more wins than regulation losses um so and it looks like the whoever drafted for the red wolves who is that Kaleeb, you had an awful season buddy minus 43 goal differential worse in the league by far um everyone else was almost positive Iron Eagles were minus two, but the rest of the league was positive. So um, lots of parity. So, I mean, I'm just going to be like that for the first couple seasons until some trades get done. Um, and it looks like Rome's about to win the cup, which is all right, I guess. Um, but yeah, that's really, I mean, I just finished my beer. And... Uh, I didn't really want to get too much into what the stats were and stuff like that, so we'll just leave it at that, and uh, we'll move on to the next segment. Cheers. Welcome back, guys. Cracked my fucking beer again as soon as I pulled it out of the fridge. It's a bad habit. I know. Um, but cheers anyways. Uh, just a topic here I wanted to touch on. won't take long. Uh, will be a quick beer for this guy. Uh, but obviously there's been some shit happening in the league the last couple weeks. Um, I don't know specifics personally. Never seen it happen. Um, I think it happened while I was probably asleep due to living in a fucked up time zone for the league. Um, but about two weeks ago, Matty Ice was banned. Um, and then just a couple days ago, Tate was banned, um, both for the same reason. I'll read out the what the, the way the mods put it. Um, been banned for violation of personal conduct of a VHL GM. Oh, that's for Matty. Violation of the VHL code of conduct and harassment slash inappropriate behavior towards a community member. Um, and then Tate, same thing. Um, harassment towards a community member. Now, I know a bit about, uh, very little about the Tate just from reading Sam's article. Um, obviously, definitely not appropriate at all. Uh, Matty Ice, I have no idea what he did, but I don't want to get into specifics with those two people. Um, the point I want to get, let me have a sip of my beer first. All I really want to say is how fucked up it is that people are coming on a site to escape from real life, interact with some people that love hockey, get some fun out of 
the sim and creating a player and all that stuff. I mean, that's to me, that's on the back burner, all that stuff. It's all about the community and to come on where you're supposed to be having fun and getting attacked and feeling uncomfortable and being afraid to speak up with it because you're, you don't think anything's going to happen. Uh, it's absolutely fucked. Now I know I've, I've had my quarrels with Fong and um, mostly with Quick, but I mean those are two ways. Neither of us, I don't think, felt we had talks in in private, and neither of us felt uncomfortable about each other. We were just just hard heads butting each other. So um, I'm definitely past those days now. Uh, quick leaving, obviously, and Fong and I get along good now. Um, but this mod positioning open up and. I know they need lots of help. I, th I would assume they'd be hiring a few, especially after what I've read and what's happening. Um, and I'm hoping that I, I've applied. I'm hoping that I can um, help out with the mod team and control this and not and make sure everyone's having a good time and it can be a safe place for everyone. And also, I being in a time zone that... Um, most people aren't and I'll be able to moderate those times where other people struggle. So I am, I'm hoping that I can get on for that and help the team. Um, that'd be really good, but yeah, it's just, it's not fucking acceptable. What's, what's happening and how people are feeling, especially, um, the women in the league. Like I, I had no idea that they had felt like this, um, Sam and Horcrux coming out and blade, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's just, it just blow my mind that this is blown up to to what it is. I mean, I guess it hasn't. It, they've been, it's been happening in the real world for ever. So, um, but yeah, I just, I just wish that people would fucking grow up and, um, yeah, just not do that shit. It's pretty fucked up. Obviously, I can't articulate my words pretty well, or very, there we go. Can't articulate my words very good. I've had a few beers to drink, so I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, and we'll see what happens going forward. But we, I'm hoping that this is behind us and uh, and it won't happen again. So uh, we'll catch you guys on the next episode and enjoy some beers and cheers.